Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. Episode 32, I'm excited that you're here. In this episode, we're going to talk about taking back our mornings and why I have a morning routine and why it's actually really important for our health, our resilience, our energy levels, our fatigue, and even bouncing back from burnout. I know I've done a couple of episodes lately on bouncing back from burnout. And as I'm doing this episode, it's starting off the new year, 2024. And I wanted to just introduce something that has been absolutely life-changing for me and I know that it's life-changing for many other people. You know, there are books out there like Miracle Mornings and many, many either health or performance or personal development people rely on having a morning routine. But one thing that I like to do is you'll hear me say that I actually like calling it more of a morning rhythm. And putting in rhythms as opposed to routines because life changes, life moves around, and it's not always possible to have things at an exact science. And most people can't. Many people can. And so, you know, if you're like me and you like to flow a little bit more, I like to just kind of have a little bit more wiggle room on how long I do something and how I do it and how I engage with it, then this might be something really helpful for you to kind of hear it from a different perspective. I have heard different things. I actually am a big fan of the Miracle Morning layout, uh, Life Savers, and those are just incredible. How Rod has done a great job at really promoting a powerful set of elements to have in our mornings. And one of the reasons why it's so powerful is because your morning starts your day. And so it's really something that, you know, creates the rest of your day, creates the way that you engage with the rest of your life. So if you are someone who maybe tends to sleep to the last minute or roll out of bed and get started and going, then this is really going to be really powerful and helpful. Um, Putting in routines in any place as rhythms in your life is going to help you in every way. In fact, I was just talking with some people the other day about how uh, something that I see uh, quite often in the health world is how hard it is for people to plan and create time to make their meals. This is something that 50 years ago, this was a part of everyone's lifestyle to make meals and have every, have homemade meals and it was a part of life. Now, it's not as possible in the same way because we're not at home as often and we're moving around at a very different pace. But for those of us who, you know, for me, it was something that I had to really learn to create a rhythm around and decide and choose, I want my food to be something that I make and I know what it is. But cooking for me wasn't 
something that I even, I knew how to do. It wasn't something that I knew how to integrate. It wasn't something I knew how to do. And quite frankly, if I'm honest, I was actually afraid of cooking. It kind of scared me. And so I had to actually learn when I was healing my body, how to integrate cooking into my lifestyle. So that's a whole other topic that I'm not going to get into too deeply, but similarly with my mornings, I had to learn how to create a rhythm and choose to decide this is what I'm doing with that period of time in my life. You know, after work, when I'm done with my tasks, I pause, I take time, I unwind, and then I go prepare dinner. Uh, It's not a long time because now I've learned how to do it well and quickly, but I have to, I do it and I love it and I don't always love it. Let's just be honest, but I do it because I, I know that it's a good time. And so I use it to unwind and I use it to kind of shift my day and what I'm doing. So similarly with a morning routine or rhythm is It's something that starts your day and really your month, your week in such a powerful, profound way. I can't even explain how powerful it is. But when you get up in the morning, it's actually been demonstrated that your cortisol levels are actually at the higher place. And so when you actually utilize that, you actually can release it out of your system. And so a lot of times we get up and get going and moving. We don't take time to kind of get still. So you might be thinking, let me just, you know, address this, you know, elephant in the room for a second. But you might be thinking, oh, I'm just not a morning person. Those those people, you know, they get up early and have a routine and all of that. But I have learned that anyone can become a morning person But even if you don't have a, you're not a morning person, and let's just say maybe you work at night, and so therefore you have to, you have to get up during the middle of the day. Let's call this your starting the day routine, because your morning, whenever you wake up, is the start of your day, and you get to choose how to start your day. So when you wake up, If you think about it, if your cortisol levels are high and you immediately engage in that process, then you actually begin to keep that level going high and you keep that throughout the day. You keep a scattered brain throughout the day. And if you're hitting fatigue and you're hitting walls and you're hitting exhaustion early, then you're actually causing that to continue to happen. So life doesn't happen to us, we can actually choose to how we engage with our day. And so I'm actually going to rewind a minute, because this was probably the most powerful lesson I learned in creating a morning routine and rhythm was that your morning starts the night before. And so I actually want to connect the dots between how your bedtime routine and waking up, creating a rhythm in that department is so powerful and profound for building resilience, reducing stress, helping your body to heal, that you will want to do this. (laughs) You want to do this. Um, When you do it, when you create a rhythm and a routine, what happens is that you actually create less for your brain to think about, and you can move through it 
in a way that that actually helps you. And so what do I mean by that? Well, let's just say you drive the same route every day, maybe dropping off the kids or maybe going to work or maybe going to the store, doing your errands. You drive the same route. Well, the first time you do it, you might need GPS on, you might need instructions, you're very alert, paying attention to all the signs. But now after many routines, many rhythms of doing it, you don't have to do it the same way anymore. It has become a rhythm. It's become a routine. So therefore, what happens is your body takes over, your your mind takes over underneath the surface, and you're not having to think about it anymore. And so once you set up a little rhythm in place that works for you, you can move from thing to thing. And some places call this habit stacking, where you take one habit and stack it on top of another. But what I want to really incorporate for the, the stress resilience department is building a rhythm and start with your night. How do you want your night to go? Decide ahead of time. And when you decide things ahead of time and you choose that's how you want to do it, you're setting yourself up for success from the beginning. So when you say, okay, my day starts at night, that means how I go to bed, how I unwind actually affects the way that I wake up in the morning. So you have to go, how many hours of sleep do you want to have? How many hours of sleep do you need to have? And you have to count backwards. So if you want to get up at 6 a.m., you have to count backwards, 10 p.m. That's when I go to bed if I want to get eight hours of sleep. Now, you don't typically fall asleep right away and you don't typically wake up right away. And so you might want to give yourself a little bit of cushion. And then you want to go, okay, how, how much do I need in order to wind down? We know that eating within more than three hours or less than three hours close to our bedtime causes our digestive system to keep going, which can keep us awake. So if you go backwards from that, let's just say 10 p.m., then we come back and we go, okay, that means I need to be done eating around 7 in order for my full digestive cycle to stop and in order for my body to really be able to wind down. And so it's just a a rhythm. You just say roughly around that time. And then after I'm done eating, what do I need to do in order to wind down? Have those written down. Have those aware so that you're not living reactionary. The goal here is to be proactive and actually move through it in a rhythm that you're aiming towards something. And then, you know, what kind of things help you to wind down? If TV is one of those things that helps you wind down, then realize that you need at least 30 minutes of non-screen time for your brain to wind down, for the melatonin to begin kicking in. Melatonin is one of our most powerful antioxidants and, and helps our body to heal, but a lot of times we don't give it to ourselves through keeping the lights on, our phones on, all these blue lights on. And so then our brain really can't fall asleep for 30 minutes to an hour longer than we end up going to bed. You know, do you need to have, you know, do you need to brush your teeth? Do you need to take contacts out? Do you need to take care of kids or other ordeals or other household items? Put those into a rhythm. Put those into a routine. Have a mini wind down routine 
which I have an example if you'd like in a, in a PDF that you can download. If you need, if you find yourself going through a process where you realize I am really wired at night, look at some of the things you've been doing. Could you take a moment and do some slow breathing? Just slow your breathing down. Spend a few minutes, just a few minutes to wind your nervous system down. Do you have a lot of thoughts in your head? Do you need to maybe do a brain dump or thought download or get them out of your head? Do you need to do some EFT tapping to just release a lot of that angst to get it out? What are the things that you can do to wind down? And then I want you to think about your morning ahead of time. Before you go to bed, think ahead of time, just like we thought about our night ahead of time. Think about your morning ahead of time. What are the things that you need to do? Do you need to get up and use the restroom, brush your teeth, wash your face? Those things are, you know, typically something that we do right off the bat. But then what are some things that you can do to slow yourself down, review and prep for the day? There are things like reading, journaling, doing some breathing techniques, doing some declarations or affirmations, reviewing your day ahead and mentally prepping for what you've got to do. Visualization is so powerful. Visualizing yourself actually succeeding and doing better than you can imagine. Taking some time in the morning to do these things. So here's what I do. You know, there is, like I said, there's morning pages. There's all these different things you can do are the savers that are part of the miracle morning that stands for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And you can do that in a short routine of doing one minute each, six minutes, or you can do 10 minutes each and have 60 minutes or any other rhythm in between. But here's what I found that really helped me as well as many other people that I've worked with is finding these things, trying them out, taste them, kind of like you're going to Baskin Robbins and you're tasting all the ice cream or you're going to um, your favorite place and you're going, you know, here's a buffet, but what do I actually want on my plate? And I want you to think about your evening and your morning. And there are many things that can really powerfully help us set ourselves up for a powerful, successful day. But not every day requires the same thing. And what began happening for me was I realized that doing all of these things made it feel like I was rushing through them, made it feel like I had so much to do in the morning. And I've noticed that a lot of people I've worked with have a similar experience. I can't fit all of that in in the morning. Or maybe you can. You absolutely can. You can always wake up a little bit earlier. And in order to wake up earlier, you have to go to bed earlier. But I actually spend a good hour and a half in my mornings most days having a routine. I do things. I move my body. I read. I visualize. I breathe. And other things. I pray and all that. But here's the thing. I don't follow a set prescription of times with each of these. Sometimes, some mornings, I really need to to read. And it's really feeding me and setting me up for success. Other days, I really need to journal out, brain dump, and do some 
EFT tapping, some breathing and affirmations and declarations. Other days I need to, I really am in a place where I want to pray and meditate and go more the contemplative route. Other days I'm doing much more movement. I'm walking around, I'm declaring, I'm visualizing, I'm reviewing my day, I'm preparing for it. And that ends up working even better to go, here is my list of buffet items that I can eat from in the morning. And within my morning routine, I do have things that I say, these are non-negotiables. I want to every morning get out and look at the sun, not maybe not look at the sun, but get outside first thing in the morning. The fresh air, the movement of the body, getting that vitamin D and resetting your circadian rhythm are just so powerful that they're non-negotiable. But that can take five minutes if you do it right. You can walk outside, get fresh air, breathe, come back in. Then there are other things, you know, maybe reading is something that you like to do sometimes. Maybe something that you like to do more regularly is to incorporate some declarations and affirmations. I encourage you to try many of these out because they all are very powerful. They hold a lot of weight. Things like visualizing your day ahead of time and mentally preparing for what you've got to do and seeing yourself succeed is so powerful. And when you have that, going on on a regular basis, you begin to integrate and know what you need each day. And so one day, maybe you've got a a pretty stressful day. In that day, what you need to do ahead of time is you need to do some breathing and really shift your autonomic nervous system into the parasympathetic. So that way you are really shifted ahead of time. If you've got a lot of movement happening in your day, like you're going to be moving things physically in your body or moving around, then your morning routine doesn't need to have exercise in it. Maybe or in the same way, a different kind, maybe peaceful movement. Or if you're going to be sitting all day and it's going to be a lot of mind work, you know, you've got a lot of mind work on the on the day, then Maybe what you need to do is something more still and focused. Get things out of your mind with a journaling, writing it out and doing some breathing, doing some visualization, doing some movement that's a little bit more intensive to allow your brain to be able to have more space to focus. Because if you're going to be sitting and focusing all day, then you need to use your body a little bit more. You see how you can really shift what you're doing based on how your day is going. This is really powerful and really helpful to go, okay, I've got a rhythm in here. I've got a buffet of things I can choose from. And I am going to learn how to add to my morning plate the things that are actually going to give me an increased sense of strength and resilience, peace throughout my day. Okay, so what are you going to integrate in your day? How are you going to integrate it? I want you to just spend some time writing some of those things out. If you'd like a download of ideas and how to integrate this in, go ahead and go to coachkirsten.com slash mornings and go ahead and download that and journal it and remember Don't include all of it in your morning. Include some of it. Try all of them and begin to learn when to incorporate them on what day. 
and have fun with it. That's the most important thing. Have fun. Remember to shift into your parasympathetic state on a regular basis. If something is causing more stress, maybe it doesn't need to be as long or as done in the same way and you can shift it. So I hope this encourages you to try out your morning routine, try out an evening rhythm and morning rhythm and see how you do. This is something that is so powerful. It's going to begin transforming uh, your health, your stress levels, and so many other areas in your life. Okay, talk to you soon. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.